Hello, Remote Start Nation, and welcome to Remote Start, the podcast for the individual who wants to start a business, build a lifestyle brand, and do it all while living the lifestyle they desire. Our goal is to help you take that idea, skill, or passion and turn it into a profitable, scalable business that thrives within your community. I'm Jim Doyon, your host, and I am on a mission along with special guests to help you understand yourself, the lifestyle you truly want from your business, and what it takes to start and scale it through systems and creating a sought-after brand. Regardless of the industry or where your small business is at in its growth stage, Remote Start is packed with lessons, stories, and the do's and don'ts of how to get where you want. So my simple question to you, what are you ready to start? If it's in business, branding, or lifestyle, then start it now and join the Remote Start Nation. Without further ado, let's get this show started. What is up, Remote Start Nation? Let's get something started. I'm Jim Doyon, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Remote Start, where I bring you stories and strategies on how to start a business, build a brand, and create your desired lifestyle. Remote Start Nation, if you are in the process of growing your brand and taking it to the next level, I feel this episode's really going to resonate with you. But on the other side, if you're just starting or thinking about starting a business, it's very important to take a step back and think about what you want in life personally, how you want your business to tie in to your personal life and your lifestyle with your family, with you. And as you grow, it's important to stay true to your values and, and what you want to do for your personal life. In this episode, we're going to go over building a business that fits with your desired lifestyle. In addition to that, we're going to be covering how your business success comes down to building a successful relationship with your partners, other people in your industry, and the community you're in as a whole. And in order to do that, I brought on someone special that I've been friends with for almost 15 years. Someone I've always admired as being a great connector, and who is truly out there living his life to the fullest. Mike is partners in Ironclad Tattoo Studio. They're located in Detroit, Michigan. He's built a great business and personally carved out a name for himself as a top piercer in the industry. He's also an ambassador for a lot of other brands and has built a successful business on some core principles that Mike's going to share with us today. Remote Start Nation, without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my good friend, Mike Moore. Mike, welcome to Remote Start Nation, brother. Hey, what's up, Jim? Thanks for having me, buddy. Oh, dude, I'm so excited we finally get to do this episode. I know we've been talking about it for a long time. It's just hard to fit something in when you're traveling the world every week, bud. Yeah, it's been a long time coming, man, but we got it locked down finally. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I know the Remote Start Nation is going to be stoked on this episode as well. Mike, let's start this off. What's one thing someone wouldn't know about you if they had just met you? Um, one thing they would know is that I am a lot nicer than I look. And uh, <laughs> you know, I always just want to have a good time, but I also want to make sure that everybody around me is is happy and enjoying themselves as well. Dude, that's so true. And that's I from the first time I met you, it's it was like, you know, you could be intimidating and you know look that way but as soon as you talk to you it's like oh this guy is awesome this oh, guy just wants 
time. People just, you know, I could look all like tough guy, whatever. And as soon as I smile or talk anything, they're like, oh no, that this, this guy is super, super nice. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. So do, what's the most important principle you run your business on? I mean, the one thing that it, it's really, really hard to try to find that line, but like, I always talk about my crew as being my coworkers more than my employees. So the one thing is, though, is I always be like, you know, people like, like, oh, these are my coworkers or, you know, my, you know, my tattooer, this and this, but trying to end up, you know, being a coworker, but also being a boss as well. And it's, it's a really weird line to try to try to juggle between. So does that relate to your personal life at all? Or is it, is your personal life and your business separate in that principle? Generally, my personal life and my business life is pretty separate, you know, like as much as I really care about every single person that I work with, you know, um, usually like as far as how my lifestyle and how my things are and how my business one is too, like I, there's a slight overlap, but I do generally kind of keep them separate and it's not for any yeah. reason specifically, but it's just more or less that that's just, it seems to work out pretty good that way, but I do have individual relationships with everybody that works with us and then i you know then collectively we have our a very very healthy uh work relationship too so you know talking about your personal life and kind of sit on the intro and you know you're honestly you're one of the happiest people i know you're one of the most outgoing people i know and you know every time i've been out with you you make a, a point of connecting others and and making people just feel loved and welcome to the scenario you know, do you feel that that's helped you grow your business? Oh, hundred percent. Because somehow you just end up, you know, meeting somebody, introducing somebody else, but then somehow you just get around to meeting somebody that ends up being um, either another tattooer that end up working for me, somebody to end up doing a guest spot. You know, a big uh, venue or um, platform for that is the tattoo conventions, as you know, because you worked a million of them. But you end up just crossing paths, and then it could just be something where. You know, we met up at a booth and then you're like, oh, you know, here's this person. And then or you're at the bar, you know, during the tattoo convention and you meet somebody. And the next thing you know, you end up having a business relationship with them for a really, really long time. So it is, it's one of those things where it's a missed opportunity if you aren't a friendly person and you don't end up just saying hi to somebody or just, you know, giving a couple seconds of your time just to listen to somebody else. You know? I agree with you so much. And, and you're right. Like being out on the road, like as a business. You know, being involved in your community, I think, is one of the most important things you can do. And if you're out there and you're taking the time to be involved and, you know, for you and I, when we met back in the day, it was it was and you for you still, it's the tattoo industry and and doing the tattoo conventions and being involved in those. You get to learn so much about your audience, about your customer, about the influencers in your space, about the people that you want to do business with, to your point. And to your personality, which I feel has been such a success for you, is that you don't miss out on an opportunity to make a connection. And that's yeah. either one-on-one -on -one with somebody or if someone comes into the, the circle that you're talking to, you stop and you make sure to introduce them immediately. And, and you know, you talk about everybody uh, at, at, on such a high level that it's like automatically they have such a head start with whoever you're introducing them to oh. you know and that's that's such an incredible quality and and I, well, I definitely respect you for that well a lot of it too is you know you know proper manners too you know like you know on top of it being like a whole you know business standpoint and a social standpoint but also just respect for 
you know, making sure like if you're talking in a group of people, your back's not to somebody where that's blocking them out. You know, you got to open up the circle and, and, you know, just keep the, keep the flow and keep everybody involved. And, you know, whether, you know, their whatever involvement level of involvement of, you know, social aspect that they want to be, if they just want to be a listener and stuff is cool. If they want to be, you know, super engaging in the conversation, cool. But, you know, it's, you can't just assume that somebody doesn't want to be involved. So just say hi to everybody. That's, that's great input, Mike. And, you know, Remote Star Nation, I hope you take a step back and, and listen to that again. And, and I don't care if you're in the tech space. I don't care if you have a startup. I don't care if it's, you know, if you are in the tattoo industry like Mike, it, it applies to anything you do. And understanding people, getting out, making the connection, being outgoing, and, and truly making people feel welcome like that's the underlining part of it, right? Like you said, it's manners, it's making them feel welcome. It's understanding their social cues to see, you know, whether they're comfortable being the lead in the conversation or, or sitting back. And yeah, you've done a great job with that. So remote start nation. I hope you really take that value that Mike just dropped and, and run with it. Um, Mike, what's the biggest challenge that you face today in owning and running a business in your industry? Well, I think a lot of it is as far as like, you know, I've been piercing for 18 years. Um, I've had my own business like at Ironclad for 10 years this year. Um, but like when you end up starting it up, everything seemed a lot easier. But like, you know, the further you end up getting in, the, the older that you get, you realize that, you know, everything evolves and it changes. So trying to end up changing how you run your business to fit the times, you know, like, you know, tattoo shops aren't just, you know, you know, you know, rough around the edges kind of shops. Like, you know, there's studios that are more boutique. There's still, you know, traditional tattoo shops where, you know, you know, it's a little bit rough around the edges, but it's still, everybody's very respectful and stuff too. But like trying to end up, you know, evolving with everything else to make sure that I'm not leaving anybody out. And then everything's smooth really, because, you know, I, as far as like me with being a piercer, you know, I'm, I'm 39 years old and I got to pick out what an 18 year old person would like in their navel, you know, like it's really hard yeah. to like, try, you know, sticking with the fashions and with the times and, you know, paying attention to what people actually really, really want. And then how I can actually like provide that as a service, you know, and then especially right now with, you know, turnaround times and all that stuff too, like trying to balance out having inventory and all that stuff. And then by the time certain inventory gets here, maybe some fashion or trend changed. So I was trying to stay ahead of it. That's probably the biggest one right now. And it's mainly on the piercing side of things. Um, the tattooer side of things, uh, it ends up seeming a little more smoothly on my end as a business owner, but obviously the tattooer themselves have their own, you know, thing that they have to, to keep up on and, you know, making sure that they're doing a good job. So that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's good input. How, how'd you get into the industry? So generally, I mean, I grew up in a biker family. So my grandpa was the president of a biker club. So I grew up around, you know, all my friends' dads, you know, getting tattooed in their kitchen, you know, no shirts on, doing the whiskey thing. And you're just kind of like, you know, this little dude walking through. Well, then I kind of, you know, got interested in the tattooing things and piercing and all that stuff. So I started getting tattooed and pierced myself. But then... Um, when I was in college, I was just like, you know what, this seems like something I could be interested in. So then I was fortunate enough to be 
in the metalcore scene. I was a college student and I also worked at Deja Vu Strip Club. So I had three different, you know, groups of people that I had influences from, but also would let me practice on them. Um, so coincidentally enough, you know, someone that I pierced probably, you know, before I was actually a piercer, you know, talked to a shop and then they go, Hey, we need a piercer. And then I started working there and it, awesome. you know, it wasn't an ideal situation. So when I quit, um, I ended up finding somebody that ended up wanting to start a business and then I ended up starting piercing there. And then that's how I actually started piercing as a job. And then I ended up quitting the, the strip club industry and quit college and then I just I ran with it no matter what my parents or anybody said I should or shouldn't do and it seemed to work out fine did you get a lot of bad feedback like right away like people thinking you should be in a different industry and, and doing something different with yourself well generally what it was is mainly from like family you know like the, you know everybody always thinks that if you're gonna take a route that is not the traditional you know, go to college, go work at GM or anything like that. Like you need to take the safe, you know, safe route like everybody else did. And I was like, dude, I'm like, I don't, you know, I like having fun. You know, I liked wearing what I wanted to wear. I, you know, I just really, really felt strongly that I was going to do a good job at it, that no matter what, I end up sticking with it. And um, no matter what ended up popping up, I just kept running with it and tried finding the fun out of it. So even with you know, different jewelry companies, you know, I was a, um, a rep for um, some jewelry companies where I got to travel the, the country and I was going shop to shop. And then every single city was, you know, a new face, a new person I'm either meeting for the first time or I've met before. And then you go out and you have dinner and all that stuff. You have a good time, you know, to work in business, you wake up the next day, you're on the road, you go to the next spot. And it was, it was awesome. So like, yeah, kind of hard for me to end up wanting to listen to anybody else when, they don't look happy with their nine to five and I'm having a great time with doing what I'm doing. So it's kind of just made sense for me just to stay with it. So you knew back then that this, this industry, you know, being a piercer, owning a tattoo studio that could afford you your lifestyle that you wanted to live. Totally. And then the one thing that did help too, is the fact that like, I was doing well enough where I was at, but then I ended up getting, I knew I could do better. And so I ended up getting a job offer for a really big company. And like, that's funny because before I even got there, like you're gonna work three days a week. And I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna live off three days a week. So I ended up getting a second job working at like Urban Outfitters. And then after my first week, I quit Urban Outfitters. So I'm like, I'm making more in three days, <laughs> you know, at, at the other shop I was at. And then, and then I ended up taking over the whole piercing side of that, that shop. You know, and so it's just one of those things where like, you know, it's it depends on where you're at. And it depends on like your demographic of people. It depends on the, the quality of the service that you're providing. And and that ended up making a huge difference on me evolving and staying with it. So let's let's go back in time to, you know, now you've worked as a piercer for multiple different companies. You've seen multiple different companies in the industry and how they've been ran. You know, talk to me about some of the things that you saw and experienced that made you understand, like, hey, I want to do my own thing. Like, what was that transition like? You know, did you just one day say, hey, I'm going to start my own business? Or, you know, was it a long thought, you know, drawn out thought process and planning on, you know, getting to where you're at? Well, the one thing it was, it was huge because obviously with 
the industry as a whole, you know, tattooers are the general main focus. And then piercing was always like a, like, you know, on the back burner. And yeah. the one thing is I never thought I was a back burner kind of person. So I always wanted to like work hard and like, kind of like push everything forward and try to like do the best I can. And even with my old shop, you know, when you feel like that, you're the only one trying, like, you know, making sure everything's clean and all that stuff. And you're like, you're trying to run everything and you don't have the help from your fellow, you know, coworkers or the fellow tattooers or anything like this. And I was like, you know what, like it just got to the point where I'm like, I felt like I was just babysitting and I was doing all this work for, for, with no help. So I end up just talking to my one business partner, Keith, and he's a tattooer and he's been tattooing for like 25, 30 years. Um, and at the time it was 10 years, you know, less than that. But I was like, dude, we need to get the fuck out of here. You know, I'm like, I'm like, you have, you know, we're like polar opposites. You know, he was like grumpy and very like, you know, you know, cynical. And then I'm <laughs> like over optimistic and super happy. And then we balance each other out so well that literally we've never had one single argument in the entire time we've had a business uh, uh, arrangement. Um, like he'd bring me down a notch. I'd bring him up. Now I'm like a little more cranky and he's like super like nice. And it's like, but it just ended up working and it made sense. And then with what I knew and I had to bring to the industry as far as my perspective. And then with him and his, um, his knowledge, it just ended up working out and it made the most sense for us to do our own thing. That's awesome. So yeah. what was it? So going back 10 years, you guys have this conversation, you decide you're going to go and open your own thing. You know, is there anything you change from how you did things or, um, you know, now fast forwarding to 10 years of being in business, is there anything that you would have done differently in the start? Well, it's kind of hard to even say that because say what would have changed because like the things I didn't like in, in the future were things I wouldn't have changed at the start. So, you know, like we end up, you know, bringing in uh, a really well-known tattooer and we knew that our foundation of getting reputation or getting other tattooers was to have this one person. And so yeah. we had this one person in, which ended up bringing in, you know, Matt Lambden, you know, and like that, that was a huge deal because like we saw this person and then, you know, we were like, dude, this dude has super like, potential and like he's gonna he's gonna kill it and um and then with getting the one tattooer we end up bringing him in and then end up bringing it was like every single person we end up bringing in brought in the next person you know and then end up growing from there so you know even if we were to say like you know i would have done something different like that the chain of events might not have been the same as it is now so um right. like i'm i'm totally you know, there's obviously some, you know, bumps and bruises on the way, but I'm, I wouldn't really change anything because, you know, who knows what it would be right now if I did. And for yourself personally, I mean, you've always been someone that's, that's traveled and, and, you know, this episode is about, you know, understanding yourself and, and the lifestyle you want to live before, yeah. you know, starting a business or, or if you are in a business and you're working at long hours. And like you said, from previous experience with businesses you worked for that people weren't happy they weren't living their life to their fullest they were you know doing things that you know they're tied down and you hear about it all the time with business owners that are so involved in what they're doing that they forget about themselves yeah. is there i mean i i think part of your success and correct me if i'm wrong but you've held true to your your belief of you know 
being yourself this whole time. A hundred percent. And then I mean, the thing is, though, is it's that's the only thing I know I can do a hundred percent all the time is just be me. And then, you know, I me as a person, you know, reflects. I mean, and obviously it's a gift and a curse sometimes, too, because you know, you want to end up making sure that everybody's happy and all that stuff too, but you also still have to be a boss. So like that whole, like me just trying to be nice and be friendly and all that stuff too. Like, you know, you know, the whole kindness can be mistaken for weakness thing is, you know, is a real thing, but you know, I still never let that overshadow just me being me, you know, just trying to be a good person and make sure I do the best I can for the staff and for myself. Now with that, with that, personal and business relationship with your staff is there any advice that you can give the remote start nation that like it's something that's helped you because i'm sure it was a lot harder when you first started to have that you know friend boss relationship than you do now i'm sure you figured it out by now well a lot of it i think is is you know just addressing everybody individually and just asking them how they're doing you know like the thing is though is you can really you know, people can have your their whole inner conversation with themselves of like, oh, this person's probably acting like this. And then you just kind of just assume this whole situation when you can just ask the person be like, hey, how are you doing? How's everything going? And, you know, and then find out from there. And then maybe they just need to end up just getting some off their chest. Maybe you thought, you know, one thing was an issue, but it was a whole different thing. And then you could just address it individually. Um, but just being like a friend to these people um first too sometimes helps a lot you know yeah so let's talk about ironclad for a minute what what's the goal for ironclad looking in the future and and even talk about how you've evolved over the years well generally the goal is right now is it's the same as it actually always been you know it's just uh making sure we keep the tattooers and the the piercers and staff that we have happy you know, obviously, you know, people evolve and grow and stuff as I did too. So like any times that any of the other tattooers were like, you know what, it's time for me to move on. I've, we've all been nothing but supportive of them. You know, like we want everybody to thrive and do well. Um, we also want to have a business to run. So we obviously want to keep people there, you know, but um, a lot of it is just making sure that we have, you know, a good environment that everybody's happy and comfortable in. So if that involves us changing the whole interior, repainting, all this other stuff, you know, if, it, if somebody wants something, we just make sure we do the best that we can do it because it's their workspace too, you know? So, you know, if we make everybody else happy and comfortable in their space, then it's gonna end up being a, a better environment for our uh, clients to come into as well. So, and then plus it's kind of cool too, when you had clients that's been coming to you for 10 years and they're like, oh, you guys redecorate again. Oh, I like this, you know, yeah. and it gives them outlook on that too but then you know even with the tattooers end up going and then we end up bringing in new people it also ends up giving you know our returning clientele like you know fresh artists to link up with in a an atmosphere that they've already been comfortable with and they want to stick with too so you know sticking with the formula that we've always have is something that we're just going to keep doing until it doesn't work which it seems to be working so we're going to stick do you see um, room for expansion in the industry and in your area with ironclad or do you feel like just the one location and what you guys are doing is is where you want to be um well we've had two different times where we we're going to expand and then it just didn't seem right and so we just bailed on it and you know the first time we were going to end up doing a second location um 
but then right before we were starting to sign everything you know our crew was like we don't want to separate we want to stay together and so we're like well why would we end up making everybody move away from each other when they want to work together and so we just bailed on it um and then we thought we needed more space like within like last year and then you know one of our really good tattooers melise hill um was like you know hey before you end up signing this i want to let you know that you know i'm gonna you know i'm gonna end up moving on and relocating we're like oh thank you for letting us know but you know like yeah. now you know we, we can end up we're using that space and we just kind of end up demoing some walls down we reconfigured the inside you know layout of the shop and then we end up making it to where whatever space we thought we needed we didn't end up needing anymore so you know it's we're fine with the the one spot right now and we just keep everybody together and doesn't i don't i won't have to feel so disconnected where i'm like pushing time in between two different places and it's just focus on like the people that we have now because it's it's enough you know like sometimes just knowing that you have what you want and what you need as opposed to just keep trying to strive for more and more and more and making it to where it's a lot more work but a lot less fun and a lot more stressful and all that stuff too and when i'm happy with how it is right now when it goes back to your values personally right like right. you want to go out and you want to have a good time and you want to travel and you want to do the things that you love doing in life and a lot of times like you said like you know the grass isn't always greener it's you're gonna put all this extra stress and you know i'll even just by listening to you here i could tell that going back and having that relationship with your employees like that helped to see you a lot of stress and a lot of headache and because if I can tell you right now, just even talking to other shop owners where they do a big build out or they open a second location and then all of a sudden their team lets them know after all of that's done because yeah. they don't have that same type of relationship that you do. Yeah. And it's and it's it's helped out a lot too because then it it just boils down to showing that they have as much respect for me as I do for them. You know, yeah. and then that's a good feeling too. And I don't want to end up, you know, jeopardizing that, you know. Definitely. So let's talk about community for a second. I mean, a big part of the success of Ironclad is, you know, you talked about your your relationship with your business partner. You talked about your relationship with, uh, you know, your your team there, your uh, team that works with you, the other tattoo artists and piercers. You know, let's talk about the just the industry and and the relationship with other industry people as well as just the community as a whole and what you've done there to to help the success of your company well and when it all boils down to all of it it actually all has boiled around or works around fun you know somehow one way or another so like <clears throat> if i'm out going to a show you know i'd end up meeting you know some people and then we just end up chatting and chatting and then you know it could end up being drawing business you know new business to to me um but to end up you know cross promoting other businesses and other brands and all that stuff too so a lot of like my longtime friends including you um joe gall you know chad you know like with you know all our separate businesses you know bands and all that stuff we all started off you know at a certain level and we've all grown with each other by you know like cross promoting each other end up doing yeah. you know like wearing each other's shirts you know pumping each other up reposting things on social media doing photo shoots for each other and it's like it was just a huge melting pot between all of our businesses all of our brands um restaurants and bars and all that stuff too and it's just we're fortunate enough that like you know in this the community we're in here that we're all able to thrive with each other but then we all branched out 
in our own ways across the the country and world too so um i always thought that that was really really cool and that you know you can have fun but also still you know run a business and help each other grow too that's so true it's about it's bigger than yourself right it's about getting out there and helping others first and you know right. not trying it's if you look at things with how can they help me right. it's not going to work it might work for a short term short term but it's about that you know like you said that relationship and and building that community it's funny you brought up chad like and you know chad great band from detroit wilson awesome band we we sponsored him for years we were always great friends chad now is him and i have been con connecting lately and he's he's going to start working uh in the woodward movement uh building oh, you know awesome. it's like a like an office space you know just let him have a space there and you know he's already connecting us with other people that are are interested and it's just it's you never realize like this goes back to what we said in the very beginning of going out and you know inviting people into your circle when you're when you're out and networking and establishing these relationships like you never know what's going to come of it no. and so if you go out and you're an asshole and you're not you're not friendly and and you don't make people feel welcome yeah a lot of that's you're not going to get any of that and so here we are 15 years later from when we met you know right. 10 to 15 years later and we're still good friends yeah. Chad, I just brought him up. You brought him up. Like, it's cool how all of this is just goes full circle. And, you know, it all starts with being outgoing and, and networking and, and being part of your community. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it literally, like a lot of the stuff that I've got to do really fun, like, you know, coincidentally enough, the, all the people that I just named in that little group of like us starting off in our little bubble and stuff, like, like the one Wilson music video, like it was probably one of the most fun days ever. And it's like, you know, I'm wearing all like ink attic stuff. And then, you know, and then it's Chad's music video. And then me and, you know, Joe are in it and then all our friends. And it's like all it's it was like a melting pot of all of the people that like we're all growing together all in like one like little all day fun music festival or music video. And like I wouldn't like that was one of my most you know fun memories of just like out of all the things that I can think of. I'm like, dude, that music video day was really, really fun, you know, and but it's just literally like everybody having a good time and just good people helping good people. And then yeah. just, just because you can have fun at your job, you know, doesn't, you know, discredit the quality of your job. You know, it's not our fault that we can be around awesome people and have fun, you know, still and have a successful business, you know, yeah. trying to find that that's, if that's something that you're interested in and you actually like want to end up having fun uh responsibly and you know and be still respectful in your industry you know you just gotta just surround yourself with really really good people and just see where it goes the surrounding yourself with good people is such a people talk about it uh you'll mm -hmm. read a lot of books about it people post about it but i don't think enough people do it i think uh, i think people get lazy on bringing people in around them and you know they're excited to have uh any relationship or you know any new employee and i think it, a lot of times it hurts you more than it helps it, it's so important from the beginning to to find the people that you feel comfortable with that can help you grow as you help them grow well that's and, what you're saying back to what you're saying earlier too as far as like looking out 
not what you know everybody can do for you but just going out what like you want to do with everybody else and right you know, end up trying to end up if they're trying to surround themselves with good people it's like they're trying to force it too and then the one thing that's not the way to go about it too is the thing has to you know have things have to happen like organically and you have to actually have that that actual connection with the person so you know a lot of times people are like i gotta try to surround myself with good people but you also got to be a good person yourself too that people want to be around because that's when you're going to end up getting the most out of everything you know you got to so, be real right yeah be real because if you end up like you know there's a group of people you're like oh man that's the, the people that's going to help me do my thing and you're just kind of just going in aggressive and you're kind of going in and you're not being respectful of that group of people and stuff too you're not for one you're not going to get out of it what you want out of it but also you might end up damaging some possible future relationships with these people you know by not being a good person yourself and not being true to what your intentions are in the first place absolutely that's really good advice mike what's what's your daily routine like look like well i kind of have like a little bit of an ocd situation too so like you know i get up <laughs> I, uh, uh do all the feeding thing i make sure i'm in the shower by 10 o'clock every morning at least i have alarm set for that but you know i get to work an hour early before we even open so i can just make sure everything is done in a certain way um but generally i just try to keep everything if i keep everything consistent on that part then everything else kind of could be a little more relaxed but i'm only on piercing these days three days a week but then i do all my other stuff i can do from my phone or everybody else does their job well um at my business that it takes less work off of me. So the responsibilities are delegated pretty, pretty evenly and pretty great. So, you know, I'm, my schedule is pretty smooth because everybody else is contributing their part too. And you, you know, you hit on piercing three days a week. So you, you're working in your business or on your craft as a piercer part part of the time and the other time you're you're working to run your business and and grow your company grow your brand so that's you know it's important when you can segment things that way and and you can run your business and you know like you said before and, and you just said it again you know surrounding yourself with the right people you put your people in place in your business that allow you the freedom to run your business from right. your phone because they're taking care of their shit and getting it done right yeah, and it's, it's, it's huge because the thing is, though, is if I'm working with my stuff, let's say five, six days a week, hands on piercing, and then, you know, by the end of the day, you know, my brain is just done, you know, so like, I don't want to take away from, you know, the other things too. So having that balance between, you know, actually piercing, being a business owner and actually having a life outside of that in general too, is, is very, very healthy and very important. It's so true. So I got our time's coming to an end here, but you know, before I ask you one last question, um, let the remote start nation know where to find you, where to find your tattoo studio. I mean, your, your studio I've recommended to so many people, um, because I truly believe that you put out great work. I mean, I had my daughters, you pierced my daughter's ears. Like, I mean, your family, your studio's family to me, how, where can people find your studio? Let's start with that first. So we're in uh, Troy, Michigan. So it's like a northern suburb of Detroit. Um, our website's ironcladtattoo.com. Our Instagram is ironclad underscore tattoo underscore co. Um, those are the best ways to do that. And if you're sending messages or anything to any of those, you're pretty much getting me directly. 
too. So I try to make myself as accessible as I can. And if it's not me answering it, it's my amazing front of house people that end up directing me the stuff that's for me specifically too. So um, if anybody needs me for anything, I'm, I'm there, I'm in it. Awesome. And I know they obviously can find you on social as you're, you're always on social and, and showing, showing how much fun you have and yeah. making people yeah. like me jealous. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because like, but as far as the, the, the balance between business and, you know, party and stuff too, like I've thought about taking the, you know, my Instagram, like more party and changing it. And I was like, you know, like, you know, I, I still like to have a good time. I try and be a little more professional. I'm like, you know, it is what it is. You know, like, dude, I, it's, it's you. Like, it's what yeah. we just talked about. Like, going out and being yourself. Like, it's you. Mike Moore Party is you. Like, yep. you love to go out and have a good time. And no sense yeah, of fighting. Still... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're still, you're still doing, like you said, your routine. You're at 10 o'clock. You're at the shop. And... I know you personally enough to know that no matter how much fun you have the night before, you're at the shop at 10 o'clock. I've actually gotten a lot better too because I pretty much call it a school night too. So if I have to work the next day, I do not go out the night before anymore. I and I've done that for maybe like four years. So, you know, but it's like, it's three nights a week. It's a, you know, Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursday nights are boring anyway. So I'm, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, one last question. When you're working on your business, you're focused, you, you're getting things done. Are you listening to music or are you, do you like it quiet? Oh, we, we have music on nonstop. And so I try to end up not vetoing a lot of other people's music, but usually, you know, some new metal and some super, super old gangster rap is usually like the the go-to's you know i have to you know try to keep it toned down because they do have older clients and children and stuff too so sometimes you gotta throw the next button when some juicy j shows up or something like that but uh <laughs> but you know i always try to make sure that the music fits the the demographic the people that's in there but you know you can't go wrong with some some old school old school rap so when you're uh when you're sitting down with headphones on and it's just you and you're trying to focus what are you listening to um, I usually just listen to like super, super doomy stoner metal just cause it's like super, it's, it's kind of relaxing, but it's heavy at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm right. I mean, wearing a weed eater t-shirt right now, so, you know, like, <laughs> but then, you know, throwing out, you know, some, you know, just super, just old, old classic, like, you know, any kind of music. I'm pretty good with anything, you know, whatever sets the vibe, you know, sometimes if it's like a, you know, songs that are in like some like movie soundtrack from forever ago. Like I can actually just like, you know, picture the whole scene in the movie in my head when the song's going on. And then that, that, that makes me happy too. So I'm pretty easy. I'm pretty <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a total mood type of music person. Yeah. I, I'll listen to anything. Um, yeah. It's, it's always, it's different. Like if I'm really trying to focus versus you know, just going through the motions of getting things done. But um, yeah, music plays such a key role in, in my daily routine. I love it. Um, yeah, it's yeah, important. Definitely. Well, Mike, I, I know we got to wrap things up here so you can get in the shop before 10 o'clock. So <laughs> I, I, I really want to thank you and Remote Start Nation. I hope you learned as much as I did today and can put some of what Mike shared with us today to work for you. From the bottom of my heart, 
Mike, thank you so much for being part of this episode today. Love you, buddy. Thank you for having me. It was awesome, man. And I look forward to uh, next time I'm in town to going out and, and partying and, and networking and meeting some more people. We've got a lot of networking to catch up on. <laughs> there you go. I love it. Well, Remote Start Nation, thank you all for joining me on this journey as I help you to start your business, grow your brand, and create your desired lifestyle. Remember, leave a comment, subscribe, and share this episode with your community who you think could learn from what you heard here today. Until that next time, go start something, start today, and go build the lifestyle you desire by taking action. Well, Remote Start Nation, we have come to the end of another episode. This episode was brought to you by our sponsor, Woodward Movement, your go-to for brand identity, branded merchandise, and brand delivery. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head on over to remotestartpodcast.com or our social channels to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free resources to help you on your journey. And as always, please don't forget to share the Remote Start Podcast with your friends and colleagues you think would enjoy being part of the Remote Start Nation. Until next time.